Know the top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza. This is MB Now. And here are your news on web. President Rodrigo Roa Duterte in his pre-recorded public address last night warned the public that the government might impose stricter restrictions anew if the more transmissible Delta variant spreads further in the country. The president noted that the additional 16 new cases of COVID-19 Delta variant recently recorded by the Department of Health. He said that this should put the country in grave concern because the variant is more aggressive, vicious, and more virulent and can cause death faster than COVID-19. The National Capital Region is under General Community Quarantine, or GCQ, as well as its neighboring provinces of Cavite, Bulacan, and Rizal, which were previously part of the NCR Plus bubble. Only Laguna remains under GCQ, with heightened restrictions in the bubble. Under the more restrictive Modified Enhanced Community Quarantine, or MECQ, are Bataan, Iloilo City and Iloilo Province, Cagayan de Oro City, Davao Occidental, Davao del Oro, Davao del Sur, Davao del Norte, and Butuan City. But Duterte pointed out that Indonesia as well as South Korea and Taiwan, which had so far been doing good in their pandemic response, also had to go another lockdown because of the Delta variant. The president added that he hopes that existing infrastructure of the country in dealing with COVID-19 can cope up. He reminded the public that the reason why the security forces of the government are very strict is not just because they want to and they want to make it hard for the people to move. We may need to reimpose stricter restrictions to avoid mass gathering and prevent super spreader events. I urge the DILG and the PNP to implement existing protocols with greater urgency and necessity. It is only by imposing these restrictions that we can fight the threat of Delta variant. The Department of Health has asked the public to be more cautious, especially amid the threat of the highly transmissible COVID-19 Delta variant. Health Undersecretary Maria Rosario Valguera said in a press briefing Monday, based on evidence, Delta variant is 43 to 90 percent transmissible than the UK variant and it can infect up to eight persons in just one sitting. When asked if there are likely undetected cases of the Delta variant, Vergara replied, the possibilities are always there. But the health department expects the capacity to conduct genome sequencing to increase once new machines arrive. Meanwhile, Health Secretary Francisco Duque III believes that the country's situation is much better compared to other ASEAN countries experiencing a surge in COVID-19 due to the Delta variant. The DOH earlier reported the detection of additional 264 cases with Alpha variant, 299 Beta variant cases, 16 Delta variant cases, and 55 Theta variant cases. 
to ensure that the education system is ready, the Department of Education and the Department of Health have jointly developed guidelines for the eventual resumption of classes for basic education. During the Lagging Handa public briefing on Monday, July 19, DepEd Undersecretary and Chief of Staff Nepomuceno Malaluan said that the department has ongoing initiatives in anticipation of the time when President Duterte will allow pilot implementation of limited face-to-face classes and if this can be expanded. Malaluan explained that DepEd and the DOH have been developing the guidelines for the possible resumption of in-person classes. He said that the two departments have agreed on the guidelines and this will be jointly issued once available. Malaluan said that the joint guidelines is a combination of education objectives as well as public health standards which have already been presented by the DepEd and the DOH to the Interagency Task Force for the Management of Emerging Infectious Diseases. Malaluan said that the guidelines cover many aspects from engineering controls and administrative controls to social distancing among others. He said these will be limited and blended and distance learning will still be included until such time that the children will be allowed to safely go out. Although tropical cyclone Fabian is unlikely to bring heavy rainfall to the country throughout the forecast period, monsoon rains will be experienced in the next 24 hours in the country. In Pagasa's forecast this morning, Fabian was located 1,035 kilometers east-northeast of extreme northern Luzon with a maximum sustained winds of 95 kilometers per hour near the center and gustiness of up to 115 kilometers per hour. Monsoon rains will be experienced in the next 24 hours over Ilocos Region, Cordillera Administrative Region, Cagayan Valley, Sambales, Bataan, Occidental Mindoro, and Palawan. Here is a roundup of news in and around Metro Manila. Let's watch these reports. After detecting two cases of the more transmissible COVID-19 Delta variant in Manila, the city government ordered Monday night the barangay units to immediately transfer all COVID-19 positive patients undergoing home quarantine to city's quarantined facilities. Manila Barangay Bureau issued a memorandum last July 17 stating that all COVID-19 patients undergoing home quarantine, either asymptomatic, mild, or severe cases, must immediately coordinate with the Manila Health Department and the Manila Emergency Operations Center for immediate transfer to the city's quarantined facilities. In case the patient refuses to be transferred or defies the said order, the barangay may ask for police assistance for the nearest Manila Police District Station. Caloocan City Mayor Okamalapitan has tapped the city's police district to keep an eye on events that might lead mass gathering in a bid to prevent spread of the Delta variant of the COVID-19. Malapitan warned his constituents against the threat of new variant after its detection in some patients living in the national capital region. Malapitan also said he would meet the leaders of the city's 188 barangays to ensure that they implement compliance with the minimum health protocols. 
The Makati City local government is offering free eye checkup, refraction, and eyeglasses to its residents. Dubbed Asagip Mata or Eye Rescue, the project aims to provide free eye care services to residents of Makati City. According to the LGU, interested individuals only need to call Office of the Vice Mayor Monique Lagdameo at 8870-1130 to avail of free eye care services. In the 2018 Philippine National Blindness Survey and Eye Disease Study, it was found out that vision impairment and blindness blindness rank among the major concerns in the country with the current prevalence rate of 1.98%. Now let's take a look at the latest news in other parts of the country. Here are the details. The Bicol Regional Task Force COVID-19 and the Disaster Risk Reduction and Management Council have decided not to allow a tugboat and barge with confirmed COVID-19 positive crew members to dock at a port in Albay. The Office of Civil Defense said they arrived at the decision to prevent the virus from spreading and ensure the safety of Bicolanos. The Department of Health in Caraga was able to get specimen samples from the infected crew for whole genome sequencing to determine the COVID-19 variant. Perwin Shipping Corporation, the owner of the tugboat and barge, will provide all the needs of the crew while on quarantine and expressed willingness to comply with all the requirements of the task force. The Negros Occidental Provincial Government will roll out the Johnson & Johnson single-dose Janssen COVID-19 vaccines in the local government units across the province from July 26 to July 30. This after the province received 14,000 vials or 70,000 doses of J&J job from the national government on Monday. The vaccines will be administered mainly for the A2 to A3 priority sectors or the senior citizens and adults with comorbidities respectively. Negros Occidental also received on Monday the first shipment of 290 vials or 2,900 doses of AstraZeneca jabs it purchased through a multilateral agreement with the national government and AstraZeneca Pharmaceuticals Philippines Incorporated. A few days before First Lieutenant Sheena Alexandria Tato took the ill-fated C-130 flight, she asked her boyfriend in a telephone call to visit her family in Davao City even when she is not around. Tato's boyfriend said he never regarded this telephone conversation would be the last and a sign that something bad would happen to her. Tato's boyfriend, who requested not to use his real name, said that he would continue visiting Tato's family because they already consider him as a member of the family. On the day of the crash, he received Tato's two messages, one telling him that they are waiting for the loading of their cargo and her last message sent to him was, Loading na kami, which he received at 2.25pm. Tato was laid to rest at the Forest Lake Cemetery in Davao City on Saturday, July 17. Now for the updates from around the world, here is that report. U.S. President Joe Biden on Monday toned down his comments about Facebook after accusing it of killing people by not stopping COVID vaccine misinformation. But he urged the world's largest social network to do more. Facebook, which has contracted outside fact-checkers in an effort to clean up its content, quickly fired back at the White House on Friday, with company spokesperson saying, The facts show that Facebook is helping save lives, period. Concerned that the U.S. vaccination campaign is bogged down, just as the dangerous Delta variant is causing unsurge in new infections, the White House last week notably toughened its tone against tech giants, calling on them boost the fight against misinformation. 
Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett said on Sunday that verified coronavirus patients who knowingly violate quarantine will be criminally indicted and dealt with to the fullest extent of the law. The Attorney General Office and the Public Security Ministry are considering utilizing an app to track people on quarantine. The Prime Minister said on his government aims to impose aggressive and efficient enforcement against violators because whoever violates the directive is endangering his health and the other citizens of Israel. Last week, Bennett said Israel can beat the outbreak without lockdowns by increasing the number of vaccinated people, wearing masks indoors, and keeping social distance. Fully vaccinated U.S. citizens and permanent residents will be allowed to cross the borders into Canada for non-essential travels from August 9 without any quarantine requirements, the government in Ottawa said Monday. Canada will then reopen its borders to all vaccinated foreign travelers from September 7. Pressure had been rising on the government from the ailing tourism sector to ease travel restrictions. But Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and his administration did not want to jeopardize progress on the home front in curtailing the spread of COVID-19. The Tourism Industry Association of Canada, which had been lobbying for a reopening of the border for months, called the announcement very welcome news. Now for the latest news in show business, let's watch this. The journey to the universe begins. Miss Universe Philippines organization announced yesterday the top 100 delegates who will compete in the first round of the competition. Among those who made it as top 100 delegate are Mutiana Pilipinas Tourism Queen of the Year International 2018, Keisha Ramachandran. Asia's Next Top Model Cycle 5 winner, Maureen Robobitz. Actress and former Pinoy Big Brother housemate, Kisses Delavin. Pinibining Pilipinas 2019 and Miss Globe 2019 second runner-up, Leren Bautista. Binibining Pilipinas Tourism 2012 and Miss Supranational 2018 first runner-up where she represented the USA, Katrina Dimaranan. And Steffi Rose Aberasturi, who has an impressive streak as Binibining Cebu 2018, Reina ng Aliwan 2014, Miss Mandawa 2013, and Miss Sinulog 2011. The first round of the competition consists of different virtual challenges that the delegates can do at the comfort of their own homes for the next coming weeks. The top 30 will compete at the Miss Universe Philippines Grand Coronation Night slated on September 25. And here are the latest from Manila Bulletin Sports section, let's watch this. Boxer Yumir Felix Marshall will be replacing E.J. Obiena as the country's male flag bearer in the opening ceremony of the Tokyo Olympics on July 23 at the National Stadium. Philippine Olympic Committee President Bambol Tolentino made the announcement saying that Marshall's arrival and competition schedules align with the recent protocols for flag bearers in the Games. In the new protocol, flag bearers must be in Tokyo 48 hours before the July 23 ceremony. Obiena, who was initially selected to carry the country's colors, will only arrive hours before the opening and couldn't rebook his flight anymore. Marshall, who is competing in the men's middleweight division, will join female flag bearer Kiyomi Watanabe of Judo and six other officials in the parade of colors. And those are the news on web today, July 20, 2021. Aid Mubarak to our Muslim brothers and sisters around the world. For more news and details, get your copy of the Manila Bulletin newspaper tomorrow or you can log on to www.mb.com.ph or you may also subscribe to our newsletter 
through the link on this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza for Manila Bulletin. Join us again tomorrow. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.